The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus exclaimed, I bless you, Father, Lord of heaven and of earth, for hiding these things from the learned and the clever and revealing them to mere children. Yes, Father, for that is what it pleased you to do. Everything has been entrusted to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, just as no one knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are overburdened, and I will give you rest. Shoulder my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Yes, my yoke is easy and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. May the words of the Gospel blot out all our sins. So, good morning again. Normally, on our summer retreats, we would celebrate the sacrament of the anointing of the sick. Unfortunately, um, it's not possible to do it this year, but we're having this Mass, and we're delighted that Bishop Leahy has come to be the celebrant. We're having this Mass during which we're praying for the sick, especially for the sick um, who are making the retreat, but also so much of the praying that goes on here at the shrines of Our Lady and St. George Magella has to do with sickness, so we gather up all that praying in our Mass this morning. Going to confession has always been an important part of the retreat experience for religious and priests as well. But again, it's not so easy um, to celebrate confession because of the restrictions. So this afternoon at four, instead of having a talk, we will have a short um, reconciliation liturgy. We won't have confessions, of course, but we will have a reconciliation liturgy. So the program for today then is a talk at 11 adoration at 12 and a reconciliation service at 4. There's a slight change in the program tomorrow. The preacher tomorrow will be Father Jerry, so the morning will stay the same. Mass at 10, which will also be our weekly novena in honour of Our Lady of Perpetual Help. Then the talk at 11, adoration at 12. But the afternoon talk tomorrow will be at 3 o'clock instead of 4 o'clock um, because Jerry has now that the restrictions have begun to lift a little bit, um, Jerry has um, a family baptism um, tomorrow uh, in the afternoon. So that's the programme for today and tomorrow. There's no doubt but that Jesus worked miracles. And there's no doubt but that Jesus continues to work miracles. And interestingly, interestingly many of the miracles that are worked today happen at places of Marian devotion. So we think especially of Lourdes and all the people who go there on pilgrimage and are healed and restored to health. So Jesus works miracles. God works miracles. There's no doubt about that. But why? Why does God work miracles for some people and not for others? Why does God work miracles more in some places rather than others? That's part of, of, of the mystery of God. And it's best left, I think, um, to um, the mystery of God. But there are other ways in which God heals us um, apart um, from these uh, miraculous uh, interventions. I think the ordinary way in which God heals us is through the medical profession and medication. 
I'm at that stage in life now, and I'm sure many of you joining in the retreat are, where you're completely um, dependent on medication for your well-being. You know when you get to the stage where you're taking tablets to protect you from the effects of the other tablets? Well, I've arrived there, and I'm sure many others have as well. So medicine is gift of God. The healing profession is a continuation of the healing ministry of Jesus. But the medicines we take, these are a gift of God to us. We pray at Mass every day at the time when the gifts are being prepared. We pray, blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, to your goodness we have these gifts to offer, fruit of the earth, fruit of the vine, work of human hands. And that prayer of ours is a development of the Jewish prayer that was said before meals. Jewish people, and Jesus would have experienced this growing up in Nazareth, Jewish people had a rhythm of prayer, and prayer in the home and prayer before meals was an important part of that rhythm. So they would give thanks, blessed are you, thank you for the food that we are about to eat. Sometimes in the mornings when I'm not rushing, and I'm often rushing in the morning because I'm one of those people who finds getting out of bed particularly difficult, and I'm always pressing the snooze button, and, and then that's fine when I do it once, but when I do it the second time, it's bringing me very close to the time limits, so there's always that bit of a morning rush. But when I'm not in a rush in the morning, and sometimes in the evening, when I'm taking the medications that have been prescribed for me, I use an adaptation of that prayer. I say, blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, to your goodness I have this medicine to take. It's the fruit of the earth. It's work of human hands. It's also work of human ingenuity. When you think of all the research and all the development that has gone in um, to producing the tablets that we take and the injections that we're given. So it's all gift of God. So blessed are you, Lord God, for the tablets we take, for the medicines that are available to us, for the doctors and the nurses and the healthcare workers who look after us. And they've been absolutely heroic, um, these frontline health workers, they've been, and the paramedics, the whole range of them. They've been absolutely heroic during this pandemic crisis. It's good that we're grateful for that, and it's good that we hold them in our hearts when we're praying as well. So miracles of healing, and then the ordinary, everyday medicines that we take. But there are other ways in which healing goes on as well. We are the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ on earth. We are connected to each other. We belong to each other. We hurt each other, unfortunately, and we can heal each other as well. You remember when we were children, the verse, sticks and stones? Do you remember that? Sticks and stones will break my bones, but words, isn't it? Words will never hurt me, wasn't it? Yeah. I think as adults we know it's the other way around, really, don't we? that we recover much more easily from the wounds inflicted on us by the sticks and stones, but that words, words can hurt us very deeply. The wounds run deep. So the sharp word, the angry word, the bitter word, the resentful word, they leave marks on us. They leave wounds on us. They leave marks and wounds in our hearts and in our psyches. So we hurt, but then we have the capacity to heal as well, that we are the body of Christ, that Christ works through us. 
He's with us. He's part of our experience of life every day. So we have this capacity to heal each other. So the kind word, the loving word, the generous word, the forgiving word, the merciful word, all these simple ways in which we can support each other, encourage each other, and heal each other. And again, I think we've had marvelous experiences of that during the pandemic, and hopefully some of what we've learned during the pandemic can go, continue beyond um, the, the, the pandemic. I was reading some of Fratelli Tutti last evening, and Pope Francis is there saying, well, we can't go back to the way things were. We can't go back to what we consider normal. We have to find new ways of moving ahead. We have to find new ways of being normal. But people have been such good neighbors to each other. And there has been this wonderful recovery, I think, of neighborhood, of neighborliness and of community. And hopefully um, some of that um, will, will continue um, well into the future. People have told me lovely stories about how their neighbors have been looking out for them especially during the lockdown when older people were encouraged to stay at home and people were doing each other's shopping, people were cutting the grass for each other and people were just standing at the gate, keeping their distance, just checking that people were all right. Cards, there's been a big explosion, I think, in card sending again, texting, phone calls, all those little things, all those ways in which we have supported each other. So when we do that, when we support each other like that, when we're loving of each other like that, we are being the body of Christ. We're the body of Christ at its best. We're ourselves um, being our best selves.